if you think back in the day in America, you know, you didn't see like furries walking around or people walking around with, you know, dog leashes or, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. and it's like, it's the internet. It's like they found each other. You weren't concerned what was going on, you know, you know, in another city, let alone outside of your neighborhood. I mean, you didn't, you truly lived in the moment back then. I was actually very impressed how unified the Canadians were in doing it, but it, it was almost sad in the sense of like, it almost proved like it didn't even matter how cohesive and safe the protest was. They still trampled you guys with horses. Where are the low value men? Like what are, what are all the low value men up to during these trying times? Cause the high value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm sorry to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Sorry, there's a little delay there, but welcome back to an all-new episode of Low-Value Mail. This is episode number 74 on this Tuesday, August 15th, twenty. 23 in the year of our Lord. Welcome all ye scrotes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we got a great show for you tonight. We have joined with us none other than Joey B. Tunes uh, coming on very shortly. A lot of you might know him. Some of you may not know him, but uh, he makes some really, really funny videos uh, on YouTube. He has a podcast. Uh, he's, he's best known for his animated shorts, social commentary videos on YouTube um, that essentially highlight the absurdities of popular trends with his twist of sardonic humor, sarcasm, and common sense. So we will be bringing him uh, to you very, very shortly. And if you're trying to watch on Rumble, you can't watch on Rumble. I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. For some reason, it's not working. So sorry about that. Uh I don't know why, but anyways, welcome everybody who's watching over on YouTube, the one true Lord of the internet, you tube, welcome. Okay, so before we get started, few things, and then we will get right down to it. Uh, please like and subscribe. If you're listening to this on, you know, Apple, Spotify, just leave a review. Go leave a five-star rating. I don't even think you need to leave a review. I don't think people give a shit about reviews anymore. I guess on iTunes they do. On Spotify, five-star rating. Just hit that. You don't even... Don't even second-guess yourself. Just do it, okay? Also, if you'd like to support all these stupid, idiotic things that I'm constantly doing, and if you like low-value mail and you want to see this show be longer, like AKA four hours, and we have a producer and maybe a call screener so that we don't have... You know, maybe uh, a repeat of what happened on when Anomaly was on, when someone called in and they go, hey... Who are you? I don't have a call screener. So you can literally call in to my call-in show and just ask the guest, who are you? Because this is low-value mail. That's what this is. And you know what? Maybe don't give me, don't support the show because that's what we need to keep it, right? We might need to keep it at that. 
I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, if you'd like to support the show, help me get a producer. Help me make this four hours. This is going to be the new Coast to Coast. Uh, you can do so on patreon.com slash mail M-A-I-L, or uh, x.com slash Danny Jokes. Uh, next week, we have guest Jeremy Kaufman. As well, I will be doing... Uh, I'm going to be bringing, not bringing back. We did, I did a, a daytime, um, I did a daytime like after show style, just stream kind of thing recently. We're going to be doing next week after the show, we're going to be doing the old after show subscribers only watch videos, get copyright claims, have a fun time. So if you want to sign up, uh, you can get access to that. And that'll be next week at 11 PM after Jeremy Kaufman. Uh, and then, the week after that, we got the boys from War Mode. The first, the first episode that I'm doing, where I have two guests at one time. I'm still figuring out how to do that. What do you guys think? Should I, should I? Because I'm thinking I maybe have to. Because I'm thinking I should maybe do three, like just like three strips of people, or do I do like three boxes? Let me know what you think in the comments. Um, it will be appreciated. Also, if you noticed last week, I did this for the first time and I'm probably going to just be doing this going forward because it's probably good. So just if you're wondering, uh, I, I make the original stream unlisted if you want to like be able to watch this later. So if you I guess the only thing you can get from it is you get the live chat. If you want the live chat repeat, save the link or go back in my Twitter or whatever. Check out the link. Otherwise, I'm going to be uh, doing some slight editing and then reposting the the podcast as its own video new video whereas before it was just anyways you guys don't care also back tomorrow new episode of the bathhouse we were off last week because i was in the great nation of canada where you can't get the news on facebook or instagram it's crazy i you know i've seen all about it but then i was actually there and you go on facebook i mean again i don't get news on instagram but it just seems crazy that you just can't you can get it on twitter if you want the news they'll show it to you on twitter but you just, you can't see it on Instagram or Facebook. It's really bizarre. And I was like, is it only Canadian news? No, it's all news. It's really weird. Um, someone says, why don't you keep the live chat? So the reason I don't keep the live chat is, uh, thank you for your question. I, you told me how to pronounce it. No idea. The reason I don't keep the live chat is because I want to make the podcast when I post it. I want to like a little stinger video at the beginning, just like a little highlight clip, you know, which is probably good for the overall reach of the podcast but if i edit it they remove they take away the live chat that's youtube does that they go no live chat for you the moment you do a single edit um so anyways that's what it is but we, we got bathhouse tomorrow 10 30 p.m live from the stand comedy club green room i don't know exactly the date that he's coming on but uh, ari shafir will be a guest on the bathhouse uh, in the next few episodes so look out for that very exciting i just talked to him um, and also I did for the first time ever, go check this out, crossing streams. We're going to talk to Joey about this. Cause this seems like really up his alley. I did the first ever episode of crossing streams, which is where I watch zero view live streams, uh, on kick. And it was honestly way, way, way funnier than I could have ever expected. All I can tell you, if you didn't check it out is that, about an hour and a half into it, I, I was in my mom's basement, parents' basement, and uh, and then I started watching these six guys getting drunk on a zero-view live stream, and then I joined their live stream. So I it was very much like an Inception kind of thing. Um, so look out. I'll be doing more episodes of Crossing Streams. And uh, those chicks from the female dating strategy can go to hell. 
I uh, someone keeps people keep asking me. I don't know what's wrong with you people that you you want me to do that. But apparently those girls might be ending the podcast. So I don't know. I think that sounds like a win for us. Will I ever do an? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. And then if you want to catch me live, shout out to everybody who came and uh, called me this weekend in Burlington. Uh, pretty much like almost two sold out shows. It's pretty solid. And uh, I'll be at uh, Laugh It Up Poughkeepsie, New York next up September 9th. So come check that out. All right. I'm done rambling. I'm done rambling. Also, subscribe to this channel if you don't, because this is not my main channel, Danny Jokes. This is Low Value Mail. Um, okay. That's it. That, that's all I have to say without further adieu. Do you really do it French like that? Do you go, adieu? I'm kind of loopy. I had a flight cancellation last night. I got all sorts of stuff going on. So um, been traveling all day. Made it to the studio. I was worried that I was going to get fudged over. Uh, let's do this. Let's do... Uh, I feel like people listening at home being like, what is going on? Well, let me ask to unmute the man, Joey B. Tunes has to start a video and what's up Joey B tunes welcome to low value mail thank you for coming on how you doing man I'm doing I'm doing okay I, I, I'd be better if I wasn't using such a low value internet provider that's fine with you right now D you know what so you were before you came on you might be a little choppy but it's just because yeah you got for we actually have Verizon too it can't nothing yeah. can be worse than spectrum though do you I don't know, man. I, I don't think anybody should be using Verizon for anything. You want to talk about low value? I'm convinced their Wi-Fi signal comes from a TV antenna stuck in a toaster. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I, I genuinely believe they own a field of toasters that they stick rabbit ears in and sell it to suckers like me. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, is that the only game in town? You're not a Starlink man? You're not trying to get on that Starlink. Yeah, I'm miles action? away. I'm miles away from humanity. I don't think it goes underground. I'm in an no. underground. Oh, you're underground. Bunker. Oh, about I was gonna... twelve miles into the Earth's crust. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say because because Starlink is like if if you're not, if there's nothing around you, Starlink I think is the shit. I think it's uh I, th I think Starlink's the way to go if possible. But anyways, not important. Thank you for joining the show. If anybody has any complaints about any odd lag here or there you can send it to we don't actually have a formal complaint line just about yet but um we are good show and, th and thank you again for coming on i'm very excited about this the last time we saw each other or the only time we've, we've met in in person well actually you know what before i get to right. that please just tell everybody quickly who doesn't yep. know you uh who you are what you do well, I, I basically uh, document the decline of humanity. I'd like to consider myself an idiocracy historian. <laughs> uh, for example, um, I'm still, you know, I'm a little tired because I'm still recovering from the latest video I put out about a guy who spent $15,000 on a dog costume to live his life as a collie. Could, could you imagine there's people out there like that? I mean, what is it, 9 p.m. now? The, the guy's yeah. probably sit, sitting <laughs> in his cage right now in the corner of his house with the lights off live streaming. Could you imagine? Yeah, th this, is the, <laughs> this is the kind of misery I put myself through, the dredges of society. Are you a dog guy? No, Not no, I, I, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm team human. You know, I, I don't think human. I need I don't need anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't own a plant. I don't own any pets. Is that guy, um, the guy who did that, he was in what, Japan? Yeah, he was a Japanese guy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. See, I feel like their culture is definitely, goes on out there. yeah, I feel like their culture is definitely like not, like, they're not, not feel like they would not be cool with that. They're not like a very individualistic society. 
But you know what, though? It's if you look at Japan, though, I noticed that they're very, you know, their society is very cohesive, very, very polite. And, you know, I don't think that they have a lot of the the public degeneracy that we have out here. And I think there's this just the way that those people are raised where it's just like a complete taboo to act out in the way that we do here in America. I think it creates this breeding ground for people who end up so oppressed you know, inside their homes that they end up being the guy that dresses as the dog, you know, whereas like America, like if you want to dress up as a dog, you could go out on the street and nobody looks twice at you anymore, nothing. Yeah. you know, so uh, I, I, I not nothing. So I, I just think that there you don't see a lot of that. But you do see a lot of it on the internet. I, I get weird clips all the time from Japan, people doing a lot of weird shit, you know, but it's usually in their house. Maybe that's that. Maybe we should take a page out of Japan. I, I, I wish the people because if you think back in the day in America, you know, you didn't see like furries walking around or people walking around with, you know, dog leashes or, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like it's the Internet. It's like they found each other. Everybody found like these people existed before. I think these people can yeah, existed back in the 50s, but there was they did, they might have thought they were the only people that did that. Now with the internet, they are able to find each other. They they find a message board, and then they get brave enough to go outside of the house. And it's like, guys, don't get too <laughs> comfortable, okay? It's like, I get back in the fucking house. But that, that is I a good know. point. Anyway, actually, that is a good point though. That those people yeah. never. Like those, they probably did exist, but they just were like, I must be the only one. Or they were kind of just like, am I the only person who's into this? Well, I think there was a little bout, a bit of shame that they had because they, they, they couldn't compare uh, themselves to anybody else in the world. So there had to be some moment where they were just convinced, like, you know, I know this is strange, so I'm just going to keep this a big secret. But it's when they find each other online, they're like, oh, wait a minute, there are people like me. You know what? This is okay. And we are empowered. And then they start creating a flag and a parade and the, and uh, Comic-Cons and stuff like that. And then and then we got we to gotta deal with these people on the internet, uh, rotting our brains on our Instagram <laughs> feeds. <laughs> we need to we need to make sh make shame great again. We need oh, to we we need bullying to we need to make bullying great again. <laughs> Just bring yeah, it all back. I'm for that, I'm for bullying. Yeah, yeah. I think you kind of have to be. I see the discuss some of the stuff you cover. And... Big yikes, a lot of yikeses from me um, very often. So we we met. Uh, I was just gonna say because we we met at um at uh in Virginia. At Tim Pool put on this comedy show, right? Oh, no, we met at the comedy show. Yeah, yeah. I met you at the com. You and Ryan, yeah, at the comedy show. Yeah, Ryan exactly. Long at the I was, I was trying to show, wonder yeah. if without. Yeah, we met there. That was the, which was like the super spreader event. And yeah. Then we all got COVID. Then we all got COVID. <laughs> and you were telling me the funniest story. I remember when we met that, uh, like, you had like uh, your mask or whatever. Like, you almost had to like have a plane like turned around. Uh, well, I'm to this day I'm banned from American Airlines because of that. Because of yes, yeah, dude, I didn't. And you're even, not I, like be, a big like COVID's my identity no, guy. Oh no, I dude. Well, like I said, I live far removed from where a lot of these COVID uh, uh, ordinances. You know, like I I live in an area in America where we didn't really have a lot of that. So I was kind of you know at the time. I know this was like during the height of the pandemic. I wasn't aware of all the restrictions that were going on in the planes and all this stuff. I mean, where I, where I am, th th there wasn't really a lockdown or anything. So I was, 
you know, I go to the airport. I had no idea. And, you know, I'm at the desk and the lady's like, well, you got to put on a, a mask. And, and, and you know, they had stuff behind the counter. And I, I, I had one of those gator wrap things. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And um, I make it through security. I get on the plane. And then, you know, half not to go into the whole story again, but, you know, halfway through the flight that all of a sudden now they have a problem with the mask that I'm wearing. And the lady's like yelling at me as if I'm trying to get one on, one over on, on the, the airlines. I'm like, how did they're like, this is not the proper mask that you have to wear. And I'm like, how did I get on the plane then? How did I get through security? Why did they, the lady at the desk give me this? Did I, well, you should be mad at your whole job, your whole organization here. You know, and then the lady just throws a temper tantrum. She's like 500 pounds the the planes rocking back and forth and she's worried about me i'm worried about the plane fucking going down but <laughs> anyway long, long story short that whole thing with the mask stuff you know it, it's really insane man i mean can we talk about that guy you know you, you're bringing up something I, I remember from your feed the other day about this guy oh yeah who, who like did his 17 17- <laughs> Yeah, seventeen year relationship with his girlfriend because she stopped wearing a mask in August of twenty twenty three. I was I was certain by the way Danny. Like I have my antenna up for getting trolled. Like I, I feel like there's been like two fast ones pulled on me like ever in that kind of thing. But yeah. when I see that, my first instinct is this isn't real. Someone's doing a joke. So I went through like, you know, a year of this guy's tweets and I'm like Either you set this whole life up just for this one tweet or this is who you actually are. I believe it. No, yeah, I no, believe it is. It is. I whether he whether this guy's real or not, there is a guy like that. that no, exists. but this guy is real. Like this guy is did end real? a relationship of 17 years because his current wife or partner or whatever would not wear a mask at home. What? what? Well, you know how they say everybody deserves love. This is the one guy who doesn't. Yeah, this man doesn't. actually doesn't deserve love. This was probably one of those couples who would have sex wearing the masks. She was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. tired of it. <laughs> you know what now, I mean? Now, do you have, because you cover, obviously, so much of this crazy stuff. And, like, even, uh, like, you know, you say, like, these wizards are casting spells on people, right? Like, you're trying to yeah. break the spells. Do you have any sympathy for a guy like that who you think, you know what, maybe like this guy's actually in some crazy way a victim of all of this? No, no, I have no sympathy for these people. <laughs> There's so much information out there right now. If you're asleep now, yeah, I, you're just you're 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 a lemming at this point, and you're yeah. probably going to walk off a cliff. You see it every day in the news. People taking selfies at the edges of cliffs, they fall to their death. I mean, this is like this is like lemmings. Like they, if you remember the old <laughs> video game for Nintendo. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I don't have any sympathy. I mean, like we had a window in time. We we were given the Internet. We have information that we can find. There's libraries out there. We could read history. And if you don't know what they're doing to people and you don't know how they're oppressing people and how they're, you know, how how these people want to take away your rights and all that, like, well, then I don't at this point. It's like those are the people that cause this stuff from happening. I mean, I'm I'm reading now something about how you were talking about how the the in Canada, you can't get the news now. I was just there. So I just I just got back from toronto or burlington toronto area this morning and uh or this afternoon sorry and yeah so they passed this thing in canada called bill c18 and there might be some canadians in the chat who can correct me if, if i miss any fine details here but essentially what they did is 
they the Canadian government was like, look, we have you know we have five major like journal or like whatever like like newspapers, blah blah blah, like you know um, I don't know what the word for it is, but they have like five media organizations, main ones, something like that, and they what they're saying is that Facebook, when you go and post a link to one of these on Facebook, like to say CBC or CTV or whatever. They think that CTV, the news organization, should be compensated by Facebook when a normal person goes and posts a link. They're saying that, like, uh. they're providing content for Facebook. Facebook is a publisher. Therefore, Facebook should um, be compensating these news organizations, right? And the, and the Facebook's like, that's crazy. Because first off, like, me and like Ryan have discussed this at length because we think it's so crazy. But if you go post the link on Facebook, then someone goes and clicks on that link. They now go to the website that's showing ads and like that's how you make money. So you should be thankful that Facebook exists because they're like driving traffic to your site. But a lot of people are saying the reason like that the government passed it, it was to like, you know, so they could basically um, control what news people were seeing. And then Facebook just called their bluff and they're like, okay, we're not showing anything on any of our services. So now on Facebook... Or and it's not just Canadian news, but on Facebook or Instagram, you just can't see any news. See, what's awful about that is it doesn't just start out that way. It gets to that point because of a docile society. You know, it's like they they, they take an inch that and, and then they take a mile. And it, it's just this is why I don't have any sympathy for people who don't speak out. We need another trucker convoy. That that's yeah. what we need. Yeah. And and you know, it's funny. <laughs> I think I think about that. And I remember that. And and it's funny because the it's in America. We can't organize like that without a problem. I, I think in Canada, what what did they say? It was the most uh, safest protest with the least amount of yeah. There was like bouncy castles. Yeah, there was yeah there was yeah nothing. kids playing was... Connect Four in the street. Yeah, I mean, and the, I, there's an actual narrative around it too, where people who are against it or like you know on the I guess pro government people are like that didn't yeah. do anything. They're like that whole thing was pointless. It didn't do anything. You're like yeah, but. Like, I think three weeks after that, they started, like, removing a ton of these restrictions. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I thought so they was, made a dent. Yeah. for No, they they obviously yeah. did, but nobody wants to concede that it was effective in any way. Like, on, a, on you know, people who are proponents of the current liberal government, I guess. So they just go, oh, that didn't work. That was just, like, a coincidence. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, though, how um, we tried to do it here. And we didn't even make it to the city. I was like, I think they they ended up getting real close. And then they they I forget where it was. I was following somebody who covers this stuff live. Um, she was live streaming it or something. And, you know, she's at this some report and she's like waiting for the truckers to come. And it's like, oh, they moved it down the road because there were restrictions here in the city. And it's like, well, that's where you're supposed to go. So they would just drive a loop around the city as if it did anything. <laughs> so I guess my point is, is that what was funny is how I, I, I was actually very impressed how unified the Canadians were in doing it. But it, it was almost sad in the sense of like it almost proved like it didn't even matter how cohesive and safe the protest was they still trampled you guys with horses it oh, was yeah. like they they would like we're in america they look for any reason for us to get out of line to tear gas us or do whatever you know but like it was like they didn't have any reason to like use any violence for canadians but then trudeau's just like ah just send the horses anyway i remember oh. waking up and seeing a poor lady with a walker yeah. you know all she got trampled flung off the side of the road by a horse i mean it's it's disgusting i don't know how that guy stays power i, I don't understand it uh just making deals mostly 
Uh, <laughs> like he yeah. he basically has a because he's I I think I think I've said it on a different show, but like it sounds like maybe you know fifteen percent of the country actually actually voted for him, like maybe ten percent actually voted for him. So he has like a minority because mm. like there was just like people are pretty apathetic about even voting. Period, and then he made some deal with like the other far left guy, even further left, so just to keep them both in power and. I don't know, but yeah, the the trucker thing was the, that was one of the rare things when I was living in America, and I was like, shit, that would have been cool to be at. Except for that, it was in the middle of like January in fucking Ottawa, yeah. which was been freezing fucking cold. Um, but yeah, okay, cold. so so you uh you obviously cover influencer culture. How did you like what? Because what were you doing before you started getting into these videos? You were just like, uh, well, I. I was an animator. I would do animated shorts. I would tour the uh, film festival circuit and do uh, little animated shorts. If you go way, way, way back on my YouTube or my Instagram page, you'll see a lot of videos I did with a really talented uh, L.A. comedian, Savvy the Amusing, who I would put up against Jay Farrow as one of the best uh, celebrity impersonators out there. And we would do a lot of roasts on uh, Takashi 69 and do the, oh, nice. do this little series called the Takashi 69 Chronicles <laughs> where we would, you know, de- chronicle his time in prison with Bill Cosby and you know all these all these characters and stuff like that. But long story short, um I started seeing all this stuff with TikTok. I had no idea what TikTok was. I was always behind the camera. I do a little bit of film editing, a little bit of animating, and I started to see on my Instagram feed the first thing that I saw that was such an oddity of the internet was this the floss dance. You remember when kids yeah, were yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, floss yeah. dance yeah, yeah. thing? Okay, so then that's I'm the backpack this kid pop up and. Right. So at first I'm just seeing random people doing it. I'm like, why is everybody doing this dance? What is this? And then all of a sudden I see a news article about this backpack kid on the <laughs> news and he has a music video. I'm like, what is, how did he get on the news for this? I mean, like this kind of dance, I mean, like anybody could do this, this, I mean, this is the level of talent that we're <laughs> showcasing now in the country. So I had to make a video on it and it was just a general plea to society to, to have everybody stop making this kind of shit famous or actually questioning how did these people get famous so i started to, people started sending me more videos you know of of these weird internet trends you know all the way from like people taking selfies and crosswalks i mean there's a video of a girl taking a selfie with a bear you know and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and it's like and then she's shocked when the bear chases it back to its car i'm like what there's something wrong with these people there's some kind of mental disorder going on that, that nobody's covering and I, and I just started sitting there thinking in my head I go man I go you know growing up if you had a uh, and I, I always use this analogy because the best way to describe how I see these people is that if you if you were back in say 1985 and you went down your steps and you look to the right in your living room and your and your your sister or your daughter was taking selfies with a Polaroid camera and there's just pictures flying around on the floor you'd think that there's something wrong with annabelle you you would call you would call the doctor and then if you were in like a 20 you imagine you worked in a 24 hour you know photo uh development uh you know at cvs or something and getting you work there and you're getting these photos come in a roll of film of somebody's face i mean you'd probably call the authorities you think <laughs> it was like a serial killer but now that's what most people's phones are filled with and nobody says a thing yeah and i go do i have to be the guy to like say what the hell is going on here i i don't know if it's narcissism or it's just people are just completely yeah. under a spell but i just think social media has brought out the absolute absolute worst than people 
And and I ended up just making videos uh, on it. I, I also covered uh, and they started t picking up steam. Then I started covering the whole stuff with the coronavirus nonsense with the mask rules and stuff. And I, I put together a, a string of videos showing the hypocrisy of all these government officials saying one thing, wear the mask, and then they're out to dinner without the mask. And, but, you know, yeah, yeah, saying don't wear the mask, we're going to rescue. Then they're in the middle of a pit of people screaming Black Lives Matter and with no mask on. And it's like, were you the same guy from yesterday that said that you were going to shut the power down of people's houses <laughs> if, if, if you have more than five people? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So I, I ma I'm making all these videos and then I, I, I struck gold when Rogan saw one of them and then he shared one of them. And then I got about 50,000 followers overnight from him. And then um, nice. I remember uh, having Sean Avery on my show and he said, he's like, you got you to gotta start a podcast. So. I started it and I've been, you know, going for two years strong now. I don't do it as often as you or anybody else because I, I can I can honestly only take so much. I, I, <laughs> I'll go crazy. I, only... I, you know, it's like this is not a healthy profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like you're really like putting you're sacrificing your body for this. You're you're like a like you're like a yeah. Sean Avery type almost. You're like an NHL enforcer a bit, you know. Really, absolutely somebody's got to do it really i don't i don't want to do it but nobody else will do it so i i guess i gotta do it i get a lot of letters from people all the time from all over the world saying like oh man i'm glad that you're out there saying all the things that i'm thinking and and that's that's a nice gesture but it's like why aren't you why isn't everybody saying this yeah. you know what i mean it's to go back to the whole thing with the on the plane you know where they banned me uh from wearing the you know, wearing the wrong type of mask and that's you know, still get, in I'm effect Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I tried to. So what happened is that happened before I went to, you know, uh, hang with you guys with Tim Poole at, at the show and everything. And uh, I went to I had they booked me a flight with American Airlines and they're like, oh, you're banned. You're you, there's a block for you on here. So I almost didn't even make it to that. And <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. to literally like. <laughs> You know, I they made me buy another ticket. I, I talked the lady, the manager into, you know, taking it off and, you know, and um, I had to buy another ticket for it and they wouldn't even refund them the money or anything. But long story short, um, I got an email after that confirming that I was banned. So I don't know if they just like gave me a grace period or something, but like I don't trust to ever book a ticket with them ever again. I'll tell you yeah, that. But you know. You don't want yeah, to call them working. either and be like, hey, looking at booking a ticket. Am I banned from your airline by chance? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, oh, we forgot. Yeah, you're banned. <laughs> you're banned. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was nuts is that after that flight, you know, I go into the airport and the guy sitting next to me as these people are surrounding me, like like the Gestapo berating me on the plane. You know, nobody's saying anything. And finally, I get off the plane and all these people come up to me, particularly the one guy sitting next to me going, you know what, man, you were you were right. You, you know, like they shouldn't have did that. And then I'm like, where were you? And he's like, <laughs> well, I'm not really in the position to say anything. And I'm like, yeah, you are. If you see something you don't agree with, you're allowed to say something. I'm like, what is it with people? I'm like, and I didn't say this to him, but that the, the problem is, is that those are the kind of people who allow this stuff to continue. There's oh, there's more of us than them. And that's what pisses me off is that sometimes it's as simple as saying no, yeah. and we don't do that. So if all we got to do is say the word no, and we still don't, 
How am I supposed to have faith in society as a whole? If that's that, it's as easy as that as collectively saying no, and we still don't do that. I mean, there's something wrong. I mean, they really got us by the balls then. Yeah, I think so. Do you think because there's obviously a theory with the TikTok thing, which is seems like where a lot of the stuff that pisses you off originates from is like that seems like yes. almost the top of the funnel is TikTok, and then it kind of trickles down into general society. Do you think that's some sort of uh, Chinese subterfuge? As some people have kind of. I don't know. Like, I mean, do you think I the think Chinese government think... is actively like because, you know, they have a different algorithm for China, for China versus America on TikTok. Yes. Like, do you I think do there's. That. Yeah. And you think there's something to that theory? Well, I I don't blame the, the platforms per se. I blame the people because really, at the end of the day, you can upload whatever you want to these platforms. Yeah. And um, if the Chinese people are not choosing to, you know, take their shirts off with their friends and prop up their phone and line up one by one and start dancing and lip syncing into their phone, you know, then, you know, uh, that's something to do with the culture there. I don't know if they don't allow that on there, but I know people willingly on their own decide to do that. And I do agree that, yes, we promote that kind of stuff more. and We, we reward that kind of stuff, but you take the phones away and you you know you you walk to the the local walmart i mean that's a that's a there's no phones in there that's a different scene that you're going to see in china anywhere i mean yeah, like there, yeah. there's cre creatures lurking in that store that that i don't think exist anywhere <laughs> else in the world no matter what how they tuned uh tiktok to brainwash people i i just think that it's cultural and i think that these people take advantage of the degeneracy that goes on in the culture and the demoralization so i think it's a little bit of that they just take advantage of it but i feel like we we make our own beds i i'm more i'm more of the believer that we we're we're it's our fault as people sure. For, for creating all this stuff like I like I'm not one to blame the musician I'm not one to blame the television the artist or the platform it's the people it's your neighbors it's the it's your it's the parents that shouldn't have children that don't know how to raise their kids with values and stuff like that and they go down this road of narcissism where there's some void in their life where they're not getting attention at home so they gravitate to this like free range thing on the internet to get likes I mean it's a it's a spell it's it's a drug it's like alcohol it's like gambling it's like you know there, there's a a reward to it that they're not getting at home or something yeah. you know uh so yeah to dopamine. answer your question I, yeah it's that dopamine rush that they're looking for but yeah to answer your question i i think it's more so the culture than than um the platforms you know manipulating people to do that because there's a reason why you and i don't do any of that yeah right why don't we're not I mean, like, could you imagine, you know, you're sitting around with your friends and then one of your buddies gets up and takes his shirt off and props up his phone with a ring light and oh, starts swirling his uh, arm. I mean, that that would ruin your relationship. with your Oh, no forever. question. I've I've yeah. walked by like groups of like teenagers who are like doing like literally, you know, they have their phone propped up against like a wall of like a building like it's outdoors and it's like just propped up against the wall. And they're like all yeah. just doing like a dance. And they're like, I'm like, you seem too old for this shit. Dude, they're like they're in crosswalks. I mean, I when I went to L.A., I almost hit a couple girls <laughs> in the middle of the street. I mean, like this is becoming a public nuisance. I mean, they need to like we need to invest in like a TikTok island that these people can live on, like away from us. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not talking about rounding them up and enslaving them. I'm talking about like luring them there. You know, we get them to go on their own. Just make everything free for them. Free self selfie equipment, free Internet. 
free housing, free food. I mean, I would gladly uh, raise my taxes to, to not have to, to just deal with <laughs> send people. everyone away, like some sort of send re- them away, some sort of re-education. Well, I mean, like, has this generation not invented not anything in the past twenty years? I mean, have we? Have, is there question, any inventions? Man. Yeah, I mean, like, what are they doing? All, I mean, where's the, the next? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, like, where's the next? Where's rock and roll? Where's the next Nirvana? Where's this? Where you know, where's all the stuff that inspired a lot of us back in the day? The you know, Boys. like, there doesn't seem the uh, yeah the Island Boys. Now they're making out <laughs> with each other. Huh? They're they're into incest porn. That's their new uh, <laughs> new venture. That's how you know shit's Christ. dark. Get for those long. on the island. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they'll be uh, they'll be I kings of this. People keep sending me that. <laughs> it was that was like one of the most. I like made a joke about it, but like you know, because Twitter has become, you know, you see people getting knocked out and electrocuted and hit by cars, and I was like, that is the most disturbing thing I've seen. Like since I've yeah, like since twi- yeah, Twitter's seen. overhaul. I- I see some dark stuff too, but there's nothing worse than seeing two twin brothers making out with each other for internet likes. And I I never click on it, but people keep sending me that shit. <laughs> and I wish there was a way to just like block any of that from coming because I just I can't I can't. It's getting so to the it's we're scraping the bottom of the barrel now for attention that it's just it's getting so disturbing. I mean, it's bad enough that we we got a president who can't, you know, form a sentence, you know, and and can't stand straight. I mean, like reflection of our culture here. I mean, a lot of this stuff comes from America. You know, yeah. I did a video oh, about big time, big time. You know, how I feel that yeah, man, I feel like some of the lowest IQ people are living in America right now. Greatest nation on earth, that, baby. Like, and I I'll challenge it. I'm I'm telling you, man. But guess what? The good thing about it, though, I think that's kind of the downside freedom we do have. Uh, I think that it proves that anybody can make it in this country doing anything. Yeah. And I mean, you 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 don't if you want to be a rapper, you don't even have to rhyme. I mean, I don't even think these rappers rhyme now. It's like it's like mumbling now. They're all on Xanax, passing out on the microphone. I don't I don't even think that 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 you even really need to have talent anymore to me. I mean, dude, think about what I'm doing. I have a career talking about these people. I mean, yeah. that that shows how bad <laughs> it it's gotten because with Without these people, I wouldn't be doing this. A lot of people say to me, they're like, well, you should be thankful for these people. I, do you think I want to do this? I, if, if, if all those people went away, I would celebrate. I would hold a parade. I would be glad if all this shit stopped. But I just think it's a sign of the times, man. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I open up the phone lines are open. Everybody, if you want to talk to Joey, if you have any questions for him, one triple eight nine four nine two nine six nine. Joey, just a quick thing: if people call in, just so you know, there'll yeah, be like yeah. a five second delay when I when I patch them through to you, where you won't be able to hear us. But don't worry about that. that that's not like a technical issue. That's just how it works. Um, gotcha. Okay. So phone lines are open, everybody. I have. So what, what is? Do you have any hope for the future? You you seem like a person who has does not have much hope. Well, here's here's where you're wrong. I have hope for myself and my family, as should you with your family, because I feel that in the age that we live in now with all this coming at us, I don't think that any of us have the capacity to really deal with 
what's going on and we can't we can't save everybody. And yes, there are governments that are trying to oppress people and take your rights away and all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but at the end of the day, the most powerful tool that you have is the truth. And as a man, your balls, because if you're protecting your family, that's I believe that's the only that that's the extent that your capacity has to has to do anything to to save yourself. So I, in my life, I live a happy life. I, that's why I limit my Internet use. I don't do a lot of shows. Uh, I, I, I keep it within the family. And, you know, and I also don't live in a big city either. That's another mistake I yeah. think a lot of people make, especially if you identify with what I'm saying. Is that you're you're literally living in these cities, at least in America, are so void of anything that's natural. You're so removed from anything that's real that it, it's it's hard not to get caught up into the nonsense. You know, um, if I lived in one of those places, I probably would feel hopeless. But uh, I don't live in one of those places, so I feel very hopeful for myself and my community and my family. It's the outside world. It's those pl places where people get sucked into the nonsense, whether it's corporate America where they have some job that they don't like or they're, you know, even if they're in a relationship that they're not happy with. Like the idea that people are scared to leave the situation that they're not happy with and like that's that's sad and toxic in itself it's like you you can really pave the way for your life how you want to you don't have to follow the rules i mean you could do it your way i'm living proof of that um you're really so speaking to all I, the canadians I, right now yeah dude, trying to I, leave an I, abusive I have a, relationship I have huge... <laughs> yeah what are you doing up there it's actually very hard to leave i mean i feel like some yeah, I, I feel like a lot of some Canadians are more Americans than, than Americans, at least the ones that I talk to. I mean, like they, they, they have that spirit where I mean, I, I am I was born and raised in this country. My, my family's from Italy. So I was raised with those old school values, old country values. But I kind of applied it to this new country here where it's kind of like I was raised not to be a victim. I think if you if you don't play the victim card and you go for what you want and you put in the time and you put in the work. You can, you can, this could be the greatest country for you. You know, I think it's subjective, just like art is and comedy. It's what you make of it. Just like you're saying about these platforms trying to, you know, what they're, what, how they're trying to brainwash people. It's like, it's up to you. Like you have the control. I, I think you have more control. So to answer your question, I am way more hopeful than, than I come across. But when I talk about these whack jobs who are deteriorating, <laughs> deteriorating the fabric of society, I mean, yeah, of course I have that attitude towards them because they do nothing but rot the nation. You know what I mean? And they don't inspire anybody. They inspire people to be idiots. So, yeah, of course I have an attitude towards those people. I, but, I feel, I feel yeah. like your final video is just going to be you narrating the rapture. Like it's just gonna be going on. You know? <laughs> I would like, love oh, to do that. I hope yeah. they hire me for that. Just, just, left. just with your kind of, you know, just that kind of dead sure. pan that you do. And you go, oh, look at that sinkhole just opened to hell. All yeah. the TikTok yeah, influencers not... fell into it. So okay, so I feel like for everything we're talking about, we have to somewhat discuss um, that chick from the airline, the, the Jigglypuff. Yeah, those fuckers aren't real or whatever. That Tiffany Gomez. Uh, 
I just want to know because I was uh, actually what? you know what I'm talking about the woman who had the meltdown on the plane. She's like those motherfuckers aren't oh, real. Oh you know yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, she the guy's just, not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And then she just released the because st- like everyone's like, who is she? And then she just released a statement. I think yesterday or two days ago. Now I actually am curious. I don't know how much you've been following this, but I'm curious what you think is like is how premeditated this is and like because it seems like. Like she put out this thing. She works at some big company or like some marketing agency. I can't tell if she's trying to like if, if there was a chance that this was actually by design. It doesn't seem like it seems like she had just like a mental breakdown. But now she's like, well, I can't work at this company anymore because of like her just she's just too popular or whatever. I don't I don't know. I'm wondering what you think about this. Well, let me ask you this. Did she um, did she double down on the fact that she thought that guy wasn't real? Did she think no. that it's like some kind of reptilian or something? No, no, no. She basically said One that of those people. it's crazy that she didn't get arrested, by the way, because she kept saying, like, the plane's going to blow up. Like, uh, she, she was saying all this, like, pretty crazy stuff. But she just put out a video. She has, like, a YouTube channel now. Where yeah. She just po- posted this one video. She posted it on Twitter. And she said, you know, like, I just, you know, like, you know, everyone has their bad moments and mine just happened to be like everybody on earth saw mine. Yeah, but nobody has bad moments like that unless. You're yeah, crazy. I was going to say, yeah, I'm like, that's just... next level. So let's just say that she authentically, genuinely believed that, that that person wasn't real. I could tell you from experience, I dated a girl years ago um, and this is firsthand experience of somebody. She reminded me of somebody. Um, where, you know, I would have never thought twice this person had their life together and just, she would never come across as a crazy person, but we were out one night and we're going around the corner and she goes, um, she goes, Oh, you see that person? That's a, that's a gray. And I go, what the hell's a gray? And then she goes, well, that that's like they're they're aliens that live amongst us in human form. And I laughed naturally. I thought she was making a joke. Yeah. And uh, so then we continue on. I didn't really think much of it. Then she goes, oh, we're at a bar. And she goes, oh, look, that's a that's a rep. Do you see that guy right there? That that's he has kind of weird energy. That's a reptilian. And I go, are you <laughs> I go, are you I'm like, are, are you joking? I mean, because it's funny. And she's like, no, no, no. Seriously. I Danny, I'm telling you, this girl was not kidding. Everything she was, I mean, high IQ person, yeah, college just... degree, great job and everything. But when it came to that, she was dead serious about that. And um, to this day, she never revealed if it was a joke or not. So I, I, I'm I very convinced. Probably. See, I thought that that it was going to come out with this with this chick that it was like the, um, you know, kind of like with Roseanne, where a lot of people are like when they take Ambien. And they go like, there's like a, right. uh, like, you know, cause people can't sleep and then they take Ambien and then right. they just do stuff that they don't remember. That's what I thought. I thought she was gonna be like, look, you know, I took an Ambien, tried to sleep. I needed some sleep on this flight and then just had this, but yeah, maybe she's just, I, I don't know. Cause there's a lot of people out there who believe in that of like these shapeshifters and these reptilian. I mean, like, yeah. I guess you'd have to look at her Instagram page and see what she's posting on there. You know what I mean? But I mean, she just um, has a Twitter page where only the only thing she posted on there was her uh, apology. That was it. She just posted this apology uh, and uh, it has, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to find it here, but she, Oh, here it is. It has currently 23 million views. Jesus Christ. She has 107,000 uh, followers on Twitter since, I think, yesterday. When Or no. 
two days ago when she posted this. But I guess the question is, was she just doing this to post this, move on with her life, and that's the point of this? Or, like, are we going to be seeing her, you know, on the podcast circuit? Yeah. Well, I think it's see, it's so it's so hard to tell because people, you know, like they go viral and then they take advantage of it and then they play up that character, you mm-hmm. know, whether they had a real moment. Um, I feel like that was a real moment because, Me too. you know what I mean? Like, it's just I feel like you and I, you know, like I feel like we you can tell of all the shit that comes out. I feel like we can tell what's stage and what's not. Now, I think that was a genuine reaction, whether she was drugged up. She really believed it or not. I don't know, but I'm going to I'd put money on that. That was real. And you know what would really make me double down on it is if she doesn't go on podcast. Of course. That, that, well, that, you know um, what I mean? Yeah, 100 percent. All right. Yeah. We got to call uh, one moment, please. Uh, one sec. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. One moment, please. Hello. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, hey one second. Going? Hey, just patching you through. All right, you're on with Joey B. Tunes. Uh, who are we speaking with? Hey, Joey. Big fan. Big fan of both you guys. This is uh, Julian. Hey, what's up, what's up brother? Um, so, are you guys still talking about the alien lady on the yeah. plane? Yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah, that's not her in the video. The... The newer one that they like come to her door and they interview her and all this. I don't think that's her. I think that's her. You don't like, think that's her? A lot her of people face, have been saying. No, she looks she looks super Latina girl, like super like sassy Latina over here pointing her finger. And then you see the um the girl they interviewed, that's some white girl. Like I'm not saying they could be, but like she totally has a different energy than this other girl that has like this very voluptuous look. And this other girl's very skinny white girl. It just doesn't look like her unless you, you lost some weight in the meantime. And I <laughs> yeah. could see it. Could you imagine if there's like a new career path for, for people who um, pretend that they're the people in viral videos and then they cash in on those people to I, make I mean, a living. The thing with her is like, I'm looking at Celebrity, it right now. Uh, yeah, like I think this is her, but someone could just be taking advantage of the fact that she hasn't come forward. Looks like her, but she did give she gave like an interview with like the Daily Mail. So the Daily Mail did give an interview with her, I believe, from her like home. I mean, so, yeah, can I, I believe know. the Daily Mail? No, this sounds like that's money. There's money to be made, and I mean, you just find someone who looks like her. I mean, she has a website I'm with now. You, dude. Yeah, I don't. I mean, for sure. Like, you go to comic cons at this point and like just sign autographs. Oh, for sure. Oh my god! Like, I've seen paintings of her that look amazing, and just like, oh, she's she's a she's an icon at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, like she's and again, like she didn't do anything that bad. Like it could have been like you know you've seen a million people getting fights on planes, saying crazy like racist things. Like she just had like a little bit of like a freak out. Like it wasn't like the it's, worst it's thing. It's her energy. She has like yeah. the perfect energy. Like I am worried about everyone on this plane. I'm doing it for you, not for me. And it's this it's that selflessness that everybody goes, "Oh, wait. Hold on. She might be serious." But I think if it had been like a a black guy, I think it had might have gone different. Maybe I don't know. It's just. I mean, I you I, know not to like. I, I am surprised that she did not get in any trouble whatsoever. Like I feel like if I did that shit, 
I would be on a fucking yelling no fly in the airport. List. I mean, dude, the think about it. You'd be on the ground. Well, you'd you're be like, on the ground. Joey, like, you can't fly on whatever airline. It's like, she's not banned from the airline that she basically, like, had this freak out on. No, if I stood I, up and I started yelling the at the plane, I would be tackled through <laughs> into the cockpit. I mean, I would oh, be, like, and beard into the They're cockpit. walking her out of the out of the, the airport, and she's telling people, that plane, that plane's going to blow up. Don't let that plane leave. And it's like, oh, my God. If I had said that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Nope. Yeah. And she apparently pushed some old man, actually, too. When she got out, she was like, this is oh, video. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, she pushed some old man and, like, pushed him in the chest or something. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly about any of this stuff. But, uh, you know, if, if, she, if she gets the right team behind her, she could probably be pretty famous for, like, a, a few months. But you'll be a millionaire in those few months. Yeah, but apparently she lives in a two million dollar home, so it's like I don't think she's necessarily. Oh, doing, she might. She's not doing bad, so I don't know. <laughs> why? Why was she in coach? That's the biggest question, right there. Yeah, that's the. That's she's, the million. She's a woman of the why people. Was she in coach. She's a woman of the people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, you got anything? Yeah, you got anything else for uh, for Joey? I I, I wanted to, to yeah. maybe ask. He was uh, talking about people in smaller towns. Um, I think it's really true. Um, from my experience, having lived in LA and then moving back to, this is Madeira, um, small town by Fresno, which isn't probably the best place to be, but it's, it's a lot calmer. And I do have to say like, um, you're not going to make as much money, but, um, you're going to be happy. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, everything's all my, what you just, what you just said as good as, as you have to, you have to be willing to take that pay cut. That's the thing is people get so caught up into the money and, and the dollar figures and the status and all that. And I, we know that doesn't bring happiness. If you're I, I really you know, I, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people who aren't able to be alone in their own house like they, they're not comfortable. They oh, need wow. to constantly be socializing and they got to they got to be out on Friday night. They got to be out at the bars. They got to be seen. They got to drink. They got like when you start to get comfortable with yourself and your time and you value your time and you got everything in place, whether you got a good partner, your, your family's healthy or, or whatever. I mean, like that's that's really where I believe what brings fulfillment. I think everything else is all materialism and it just doesn't bring happiness so i i think it's hard to not like fall into those traps um if you're living in a big city so i'm with you brother yeah i was just back home well, I agree. My... well thank you gentlemen yeah take care, right. yeah i was just back home in my uh staying with my folks and they not like they don't live in like a small town but it's like a small city i guess outside of toronto and i'm like man this is some definitely some nice parts about it. Also, everything's cheaper yeah. still. So you're like, yeah, you don't yeah. make as much money. You're like, but everything is way cheaper. Exactly. I so lived then, in San Diego for 10 years. And I mean, like the price of a house where I live now, I mean, like I, I could buy five of those houses. I could five houses here. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's probably not for everybody. I mean, I, I could understand someone that like grew up in a city, you know, it probably feels like very isolating to live somewhere in a small town, you know? So I feel like, you know, we're, we're conditioned, you know, we're products of our environment, you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel, I feel that if you're a city guy, it's going to be hard for you to move to the outskirts. And if you're a small town guy, it's hard for you to uh, adapt in a city. I, I grew up in a fairly small town, so it was hard for me to adapt to New York and um, 
uh, in San Diego and LA, but you know, I, I, I always went back. I, I feel like everybody goes back to their roots. You know what I mean? The roots for me was, you know, living on a dead end street, playing in a neighborhood, like back in the nineties, you know, when, you know, kids were running around the neighborhood and getting lost and going home, you know, when the street lights came on and you're playing board games under the street light at night, you know, like yeah, I grew yeah. up in that kind of environment, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. and there was something about that time where you didn't really, you know, pre-internet, obviously we're like, you weren't concerned what was going on, you know, you know, in another city, let alone outside of your neighborhood. I mean, you didn't, you truly lived in the moment back then. And I just think that with this digital age and then you add, you know, the city life to it. I mean, like there's so much coming at you. There's so much around you. I mean, you hear life or, I mean, where I live there, you don't even hear a pin drop where I, where I live. Whereas like, if you live in a city, you're hearing the sirens going, you're hearing people chattering, you, oh, yeah. you know, like, it's just, I feel like, I, I mean, feel like true peace comes with just being with yourself and relishing a little bit in the quiet times like sitting outside looking at the birds having a drink and just like slowing things down i mean the way things are now it's like even with cell phones you have your cell phone on you all day so people expect you to answer all day just like people with jobs like they you're you're working when you're not working they're contacting you when you're not working and then they're mad at you oh would i did you get that email did you get that like shit wasn't going on like that back in the day i think we're just too sped up there's too much coming at us and and it's rotten people's brains and we're losing the plot here yeah and then you end up with people dressed as dogs and going <laughs> out and, like, all right we got like, another embarrassing their family we got one more caller hold on a second please hello thanks for calling low value mail one moment please while we patch you through to joey and you're on with joey b tunes who are we speaking with Hey, what's up? This is Josh. What's up, Josh? What's up, brother? Hey, um, uh, Danny, I'm glad to hear that you and uh, Tate solved the uh, Israel-Palestine conflict. I was really glad yeah, to, no, to hear that. You, yeah. No problem. Um, but hey, I, I have a question. Uh, Joey, you have kids, right? No. No? Oh, I thought you said you have kids. So neither of you guys yeah. have kids. No, no kids. All right. Well, anyways, I'll just ask you. So um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in like the schools, even like even here in Arizona at a private school, they just got, they sent me this email where it's like, we're going to talk about pride. We're going to talk about racial stuff. So you guys, you probably, you don't experience it because you have children. I'm sure you're aware of it. I mean, I have, I have a niece and a lot of my friends have kids and I do talk to them about this stuff sometimes just kind of out of curiosity. So I don't know firsthand, but I, I do know a little bit, but yeah, are you, do you have a kid or are you, do you work at a school? Yeah, I, I got, I have three kids and my eight year old, she's my middle child. Um, she's the one, she went to a new school and a private school and they sent this email where it's like, we're going to talk about pride and we're going to talk about, you know, racial diversity equity inclusion stuff and it's really alarming what yeah, grade this is, is this is this is this elementary school middle school what is this elementary oh see this is cra- i mean to talk to elementary students about uh, their sexuality is insane I mean, that, that's beyond the grasp of, of their comprehension. I mean, even the race topic. I think I think those teachers and those institutions that are doing that should be thrown in jail. I think they're they're screwing up these kids' minds and, and the parents that are okay with it. That's another thing, man. I mean, like you're sexualizing these kids. You're having these conversations that 
you know, really your parents should be having with you when you're of age, you know, it was even uncomfortable, I'm sure for you, Danny and, and me growing up, you know, even in high school, health class, when yeah. they're, when, you know, when they talk about sex stuff, like you, you're still kind of a kid, you're still kind of laughing at stuff, you're still kind of finding yourself. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, pushing religion uh, too much on kids that I know this is a maybe not a popular opinion, but it's like, uh, I think sometimes you do a disservice to, to kids when you teach them or expect them to emulate things that they're not really at full understanding yet, whether it's religion or sex or racial issues or politics. I, I just think that it's good to set a value system. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I think when it comes to like, teaching kids about gay or straight or whatever. It, it just, I, I just think that it's, it's the form of child abuse. I think it's mental abuse. I think it skews them to develop their own uh, mind about things because yeah. you, they're not equipped to understand that stuff at that. I age. mean, not so, only that, so but it's, it's that stuff. First off, that stuff is everywhere outside of school, you know? So it's like to think, to think like, Oh, yeah. these kids are never going to know about this stuff if they don't hear it at school, I, I, you know, like it's everywhere, but like a lot of, at least yeah. in my opinion, like they teach all this stuff, um, under not the guys, I guess, but they just like, you know, to not like bully other kids, just like to treat everyone well. So then they have to be like, Oh, here's everybody's differences. And then they're like, some differences are more valuable than other differences where if they could just figure out a way to be like, look, just don't be a piece of shit to anybody for any reason. Like you wouldn't exactly. really even have to like do this. Exactly. Well, it's counterproductive because with where they think they're being inclusive, they're not. They're stripping the identity, the individuality away from people. And they're and they're also compartmentalizing everybody into these categories with labels. They're labeling everything. And it's funny because it's like we grew up where they just they, they taught everybody to like we didn't have any of that kind of kind of stuff we didn't have that tension of like making sure that you address somebody in a particular way or like you're not even thinking about the sexuality of somebody when you're in like fourth grade you're not thinking about stuff like that i yeah. just think again i just think that it's like it's 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 child abuse to to do that you're you're stunting their growth as a person by even getting those conversations in their heads and making them look at people with labels and stuff like that i i just there's something rubs me the wrong way about it yeah also this is the idea you know you're telling kids like you can be a different gender is you know you would think is generally something that could be confusing and i will say this like to you know only almost somewhat as a concession. It's like when I was in elementary school, we had this one kid who like, since I was five, everybody knew that this kid was gay. Like everybody knew it. He probably wasn't treated that well because of it. And like, maybe there could have been something like, but they've just gone like to throw the entire kitchen sink at this thing, you know, like yeah. in order for, uh, I guess, you know, wh whatever they're going for, which will first off never happen. Like kids are innately pieces of shit. Like you are not gonna like to be like, here's all this so stuff. True. Like there's gay people, there's trans people, like there's like every single different thing. And then kids are going to be like, okay, cool. We're like good people now. And we like, like part of growing yeah. up is like learning, you know, that's like, you don't treat people like that, but sometimes you have to be shitty to like learn the lesson and vice exactly. versa or someone shitty exactly. to you. And then you're like, oh, I don't like treating being treated this way. So I'm not going to treat other people like this. But like, just to think that like, it's never going to happen. You're just going to teach it all away. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
But yeah, call yeah, call it, it, I, it, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't just to I, to go back to your point. That is uh it, it is scary to think like you send your kids to school all day and there's God knows what they're teaching them. Yeah, yeah, we our kids never went to uh, public school, but we moved them from a charter school cuz uh there's a teacher that they brought on board that was just a dude that wore a dress, like not even a trans person. It was really like just creepy and now at this new school it's you can't even get away from it from private school. That's the crazy thing to me too is that like cuz you would think private school you're like would be the one place you can get away. I guess you have to send them to like are you Muslim? I'm I'm willing. Yeah, like I honestly think you need to send them to just like a Muslim private school even if they're not or you're not Muslim. Just like send them there and hopefully that yeah, sorts it out. Right. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, that was it. I just want to get your thoughts on that, so I appreciate it, guys. All right, cool. Thanks, man. All right, bye. No problem. All right, we got another call here. Uh, one moment, please. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. You are on with Joey B. Tunes. Who are we speaking with? Hey, this is uh, Eric. I'm calling from Seattle. Eric from Seattle. What's up? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just got to say I can't agree any more about, uh, about your, what your last caller was talking about. My, uh, my sister, she had, a, uh, she had a, one of those transgender people as a friend, and now she identifies as a boy. How old is she? Uh, she, 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 she's, she's 19. She's 19. Yeah. I mean, there's like, we have Max, Maxime who listens to the show. He's from Belgium and he's had like both of his kids basically became trans and like, or like something like non-binary in a very short period of time. There's clearly a social contagion element to it. I guess like the hopeful part of it is you go like, it'll, it is actually like a phase and they'll like, you know, get out of it. But then when they have like a mastectomy or go on hormones, you're like, okay, well then that's, you're not getting past that. Oh, yeah. But my sister, she, she went on, she went on the, the testosterone hormones. Um, yeah. She looks like a, a boy now. She, uh, she, she, she used to be so fucking hot. Like uh, she was so sexy, but now she just looks like a fucking man and I can't jack off to that. <laughs> that's right. a problem. Yeah. I, think <laughs> <this> is... um, <laughs> I can't tell if that was a real call or not. Maybe. I like that guy. Yeah, I don't know if that was a guy. I think we just yeah, you never know these days. I think we just assume the guy in the dog costume. (laughs) I think we assume that was a guy, but but you never know. Um, But yeah, I mean, dude, I've said it before, but I know three like just thinking of what are the odds of this? Actually, actually, I'll I'll put a pin in this because this guy's been trying to call all show. Uh, Hold on one second. Hello. Thanks for calling. Low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Am I live? You are live. Hey, this is Tyler. Hey, Tyler, just one moment while we patch you through to Joey. And all right, Tyler, you're on with Joey. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of both your channels. Love the commentary on the crazy world we live in. Thanks. Uh, you know, I wanted to pick your brains on two things. Uh, as we watch society get weirder and weirder and... Uh, what do you guys think the implications of like why all this is happening? Uh, maybe from like a spiritual point of view or political point of view, or maybe where it's going in the next five to 10 years. Well, I think politically it starts with the demoralization. I think that it's uh, I think there's a demoralization process that's happening in the country. 
And I think that there's also a docile nature of people. I mean, I can only speak of, of America because that's the only country I've ever lived in. And I just think that we're so comfortable here that it allows for this nonsense to be the byproduct of our freedom. I honestly believe that. And I do think that there's people in power who manipulate that. They That's why they love to keep us preoccupied with the newest iPhone or the dumbest celebrity gossip and all this stuff, all the distractions and all that stuff. They love all that. And I think that they can't believe that we buy into it because if you think about it, these people who are doing this, taking advantage of these people, they're, they're criminals. We know this and uh, they're not, they're not, they're smart in a lot of ways, but they're dumb in, in, in other ways. And what I mean by that is that they're, they're smart in the sense that, it's a perfect opening if you're a sociopath or a psychopath. It's a perfect path to go down to just completely fuck over society and manipulate them. Um, but it, it it's it's also you know a blind spot for them too because it what it does is it empowers the real people who see through it. Um, the people like you and I and the, and the caller, uh, Danny, is that uh, people who are wise to it they they can't they can't take our innocence. They can't they can't take. Uh, what, how our family has raised us to, you know, do the right things and and live free the way that we want to. You know, we're not mentally enslaved, and if they can't enslave our minds, they have nothing. The sad part is, is that we're irrelevant because there's not there's enough dummies out there to follow the lead that we're irrelevant. But that's 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 good for us because. They won't bother us. They can try to take away as much as they want from us. But if you live in that 3D world, that's why I always bring up the cities and all that, where that those are the first places where they're going to do the cashless society or they, they have all these restrictions and all these lockdowns, all these limitations. And you just get you, you just completely get oppressed and enslaved in those places. But the further outside of the system that you live. And the further that you, uh, the least that you contribute to the system, you find that you know they can't really touch you. Um, so I'm I'm just a big believer in that. It, it's to answer your second part question, like where is it headed? I think there's two different realities going. I think that that if you live the path that I'm preaching, I think that you're untouchable. Uh, but if you if you're part of the system and you defend the system, I, I think you're fucked. You're screwed. I mean that that's why so many people are unhappy they're they're all uh you know hopped up on pills or they're they're depressed and all this stuff or they're just whatever 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 modern society does to somebody to t deteriorate their mind I think that 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 you're allowing it I think that you have to pull away at some point and take care of yourself and truly start believing in yourself and going after your dreams and, and doing what's right. No matter if you're going to get socially shamed for it. people need to be more brave and stand up for themselves. Yeah. So I, I hope that answers your question. Well, that was a great answer. And I mean, I do think the United States is like a perfect place for this kind of thing because it does have all these different States where like you can really, I know it sucks that you I guess have to go move to these places, but you can get yeah. kind of exactly what you want somewhere like exactly, not exactly where you want, but for the most part, like you kind of can, I think, in the United States. But like Canada, something like that, you're like, you can't. Like if you don't like this shit, there's nowhere else you yeah. can go. But yeah, you you have to generally, I think, do some like difficult things, unfortunately. Like you can't just like really just stick your head in the sand and hope that it'll just go away. Like there has to be something, you know, and even if it's just saying something, like you said, because a lot of people like we were, you're on your flight and like nobody wanted to say a single thing. 
Sometimes yeah. you just have to say something, which is why I think like people like us are popular and comedians are popular because comedians, like I go to shows and people, you know, you do stand-up shows and people are just like, they just want you to say shit that they think already that they're not yes. allowed to say. They're just, everybody's just tired of like all the lying. Like it's very much, my parents are from Russia and like there's this element of just like you live in Soviet Russia and there's just these things that everybody kind of knows but you just can't really say. Yeah, that's the thing that with America, though, the states, the state idea actually kind of saves the country in the way because, you know, you know, if you live in a certain state that doesn't agree f- with the federal government, you know, like they, you, you'll have lo- you'll they'll go again. You're if you vote for the right representative and I'm not big on politicians, but really, you know, sometimes I'm not saying they're all bad. But if you if you get involved in your town and you have the right representative of your town or your city, you'll find that there if you have a real person representing your area, they'll fight against the federal government to to maintain the way that they want things to be or at least, you know, how the people want it to be. So really, you know, compared to Canada, sadly, it's uh, Canada doesn't have it set up like that. So, you know, if you are pro, I don't think anywhere has it set up like that other than well, I mean, it, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I Yeah, I, I don't know if there is a country that's like that. I mean, like if you're not if you're pro gun, uh, well, then and you live in New York, well, then you could just leave. You can leave New York because New York has strict gun gun restrictions. So you can literally just go a few hundred miles south and then you can buy a gun and, and you can you can go to a state that actually honors the Constitution. That yeah. The country was built and I mean, on, even the other know, side of that, um, too, like there's all these people in Florida who are like, you know, they're passing all these laws that are, you know, we don't agree with in terms of like trans stuff or and you're like you can go move somewhere else where you get yeah. all that stuff, like all the stuff that you want your children to be taught. Yeah. Like there is a state with probably like the same weather that you are accustomed to for the most part. Like you're not even changing that yeah. much and you can just go there and maybe the taxes are different or whatever. But like and you can get that. That's why I don't understand the people who complain, at least in this country. It's like you don't like this. Like, well, then go somewhere where, you, where, you know, your politics are aligned with more with you. And, and especially the people Ooh. in this country who hate the country, the, the people in this country who just never have a good thing to say about America, yet they stay. Th- those people are insane. I mean, like, how many times are you going to hear every election? I'm moving to Canada if this guy gets <laughs> in. And, and, they, they, and they never do. I mean, dude, we moved. We moved to America during Trump and all these people are like, why would you do that? Like people, honestly, it was so like I knew that those people existed. But to actually have someone be like, why? Why would you move here? I'm like, yeah, it's the best. I don't know. Yeah, they should. Well, I totally agree with all the the short term implications, but it makes me wonder about the long term bigger picture and. You know, is this human nature just a cyclical thing? There's this saying. Uh, I do think to a degree. Make... Yeah, I do think it's cyclical. Or is this something gone terribly haywire, and you know, society or humanity is on its way to extinction? Or is this a cycle of things get shitty? Shitty times make for good people. Good times make for shitty times. Shitty yeah. times make for shitty people, and then yeah. it, you know, cycle yeah. continues. Yeah, like I will say this for probably you know, the last, however, probably for all of time, there's always been these like data points that come out that you go, this is really bad. You know, like this is this specific thing. It's never been worse. 
And we kind of just, especially in the U.S., like there are all these kind of checks and balances here so that, you know, you can have like it's not going to get too crazy too fast, I I guess. I mean, I guess that's the hope. But generally, it it kind of like just chugs in the right direction. But who knows? You, You I guess you never know. Right. I don't know. What do you think, Joey? Oh, I mean, the end game is what North Korea where you can't leave the country. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it happens. I mean, there's people living there right now who know no other way. They don't know what's going on in the outside world. And that's what happens if you just if you let it that that's why I go back to with America. It's like I don't ever see us getting to that point. You know, but the more well, you they're give pushing up your those, rights uh... and the more docile you are and the more you go ahead. Those 15-minute cities are being introduced in Europe, which I wouldn't uh, be that shocked if they ended up in America a couple years later. And that idea sounds worse than North Korea. You know, you can't leave your your own town. Yeah, well, there'll be people that are willingly that will be willing to sign up for those. Absolutely. I mean, you've seen what happened during the pandemic. I mean, people we're just talking about a guy that broke up with his girlfriend of 17 years because uh, she won't wear a mask a week in ago, August of 2023. <laughs> yeah, that guy's going to sign up for the minute, the 15 minute city. He'll he'll. Yeah, that, of course. Those are the type of people that will go. But that's good. That's good for us. You know how many so people go over there yeah. and then we'll stay in reality <laughs> over here. You know how many people have fucking like Fauci's face tattooed on them? That's insane. And they're they have their like um their vaccine. Like have you ever seen all those people who like they'll have like yeah. the, like their yeah. their lot number for their vaccine? Like yeah. they get them to QR code. Like I don't know. There's yeah. there's always gonna be I mean you... clearly society is divided in two big camps, but there's the camp that's not, you know, on the ship and along with everything else, uh, are they gonna have to be homesteaders and grow their own food? Because that might not be that uh, practical. You, you, which, which which side are you speaking of that is going to have to be the homesteaders? Well, let's say, you know, vaccine passports and everything else amps up like people are afraid of. And you're either the one that agrees with big government and agrees with society at large and goes with it. Or you get fed up kind of like the previous caller about his kid going to a private school and that school, you know, still being kind of infiltrated with this uh, modern I don't know what to call it. Problem. Yeah. Uh, is that guy and his kid going to have to grow his own food? Or are the people that live in these countries that are oppressive going to have to move out of their country? I mean, but that's what do people thing, do though. if they that's, can't that's, stick with that? That's the thing is that you shouldn't be relying. You should be relying on the government as less as possible within your life. So if it means getting getting chickens to hatch your eggs you know, for breakfast. And that's what you should be doing. I think, I think if you, what you saw what happened during the pandemic, when people are, you know, all the stores, there's no toilet paper left in the store. There's no, there's no food left. There's long lines for everything. When you rely on Babylon, I mean, once you leave your house, you're, you're entering Babylon, it's a fallen society. So it's like the more you rely on it, then the more they're going to make you wait and they're going to starve you and they're not going to care. You're, you're disposable to them. So I think the right thing is to do is to be prepared for that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying to be a doomsday prepper, but I, I just think like anybody, like you should have protection in your house. You should have a, a, a form of rations. Just that you can't, I think this idea, I think we rely on outside sources way too much 
to live our lives for us. And that goes all the way to the top from the brainwashing of like letting the government make decisions for you. I think it's so irresponsible to do that. You should have a plan for your family. You know, with that doesn't count on relying on the government, because once you jump on that conveyor belt and you do as they say, once they shut it off, you're just going to be alone in the darkness and and they're they're not going to think twice about you. So to answer your question, yes, some of those people are going to have to start to learn how to chop wood and 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 start to learn how to, you know, uh, cook and, and grow food and stuff like that. I don't think it has to be the sole reliance of your life, but you should you should learn a trade. You should learn a little bit of homesteading. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's how, how did we how did we even get here to this point? We that like for we, well, I think years. we kind of enjoyed the fruits of all this, just like industrialization and all this modernity yeah. and all this stuff. And then, but you get a little too far away from it, I guess. You know, and I'm like, don't get yeah. me wrong, like I'm I'm literally in Midtown Manhattan at the moment. I there's, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, the lights I'm, go out, you're done. The internet goes out. Oh hell done. yeah! What are you gonna do, Danny? Nothing because every I, I always joke about this, but every doomsday scenario, like you know, when the Ukraine Russia stuff was popping off and they start talking about nukes and all this shit, every whenever they're like Fox or CNN or MSNBC and they go, Here's a doomsday scenario, it always starts yeah. in midtown Manhattan. Like, that's like the ground zero yeah, of every sure. bad thing that happens is right here and they go this is how this might play out and so i'm like i'm vaporized like i'm dead in an instant yeah you're I, I, dead i'm yeah, dead I mean, they're gonna be dude, if the internet is out if if the internet went out in manhattan for for more than a week there will be people scaling your building ready to just raid I, your fridge and 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 rape you and oh just, hell you're, yeah. you're done Dan. i'm dead and the crazy part is is because <laughs> the nature of like the geography here and the fact that i don't have a car because it's not really like practical to own yeah. a car here so like yeah. i can't even get out no like i can it's... walk maybe and make it to like i don't know well saratoga in a, two weeks or something yeah. like i guess i don't i i guess the best case scenario but yeah you're like you can't even get out of here no, like the subways would be like a zombie movie. Could you imagine people would be hanging off of the subway cars, getting run over and flying off of the thing? I mean, to be, you couldn't even go down the steps to the subway. It would be packed. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, not looking good. Um, anyway, it seems right. like an inevitable disaster. Yeah, or maybe not. Who knows? I, I mean, I will say this: that America in general has been a bad country to bet against up until this point. So, I, I it's you know, it's somewhat foolish to you know and again every empire has fallen so maybe at some point it is but historically this is uh yeah i think the average is like 400 years or something i think we're close to the the timer being up yeah well yeah i know i know i'm well aware of that so i guess we shall ride get the popcorn out i guess enjoy it yeah and i'll just wait for that i'll literally just be looking up waiting for that bomb to hit um all right thanks call i appreciate it Yep, thanks. Take care, bud. Um, all right. We uh we got another caller here. Oh, one moment, please. Hello. Thanks, Colin. Low value mail. What's up? What's up? I'm going to give you a second to pass through. Yes. Oh, man, you're a pro, dude. All right, you're on with Joey B. Tunes. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Joey, first of all, I like your uh, camera internet setup. Um, I like the whole Apollo... 11 lunar landing connection you got it's pretty Hell funny yeah. um 
So you guys mentioned earlier something about like sending kids to Muslim schools. And even before you mentioned that, someone in the chat did bring up Nick Mullen's joke about when if conservatives learn about the conservative values of of uh, Islam. And what the, I think the joke was like, what would like some Islamist redneck look like? Like someone who's like, you know, super conservative. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I was thinking... Uh, a lot of people have been saying that America's due for like another religious revival. Just be, like believe whether I believe it or not, it doesn't matter. I don't really care. But what is it? Do you think that America, because America can just be so cool and unique, create their own version of Islam, but they still keep all the stuff that's wrong? I mean, like for instance, Russia could have been uh, an entire nation of Islam, like back in the or like, like during the days of SARS and so, but they turned one of the reasons they turned it away was because they were forbade alcohol. Right. But you you're saying you're America- basically like secular Islam, essentially. I mean, the thing is, is like I have Muslim friends. They all drink. Okay. Like all my Muslim friends, they're like, that, yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm Muslim. Like I'm Jewish and they're, or like all my friends are Christian for the most part or Catholic or whatever. And they're like, yeah, they disobey lots of the things. They're not like to the letter. And, you know, you can still, oh, yeah, yeah. you can still I, somewhat, I, I guess, yeah, I guess some of the issues, I guess, if you're, the problem is everybody starts trying to compete with one another and they go, okay, you're not, we're above you. And the, there starts being these hierarchies that are based on like who keeps it to the letter. But I don't know. I, I think you, you can, you can be Muslim and just whatever, do whatever you want. But in terms of like the religious revival, I just think it's, um, like it's the pendulum's just kind of swinging back because we just, it's getting a little too excessive. I don't know what you think, Joey. I'm trying to figure out how many bong rips this guy's done. <laughs> I, that, that delivery, man. I I feel like I need a ripper to just figure out what the hell he said. <laughs> Caller, he doesn't know what you said. Oh, I was saying, do you think America, because it's so cool, can create its own form of like, they pick and choose what they want from Islam. Like, hey, we value family structure. But you're saying it'll be the uh, dominant religion here? Uh, no, not a dominant religion, but like something that kind of just springs up out of like maybe it's like a another sect of not like it's just Christians who are like fed up with. The and then they go Muslim. We're we're too like, close to nine eleven. No. Happening. Well, I mean, hey, like maybe on the hundredth anniversary. Yeah. I mean, hey, like <laughs> the, the faces Joey's is, making right know, now. We got to we got to move on. Bro. All I know, all right. <laughs> all I know is the pilots of nine eleven. They uh, were not yelling Allah Akbar. They were yelling Allah Dick Cheney. I mean, I mean Dick Cheney Akbar, Larry Silverstein <laughs> Akbar. So all, right. Gotta, all right, we got to take some more calls. Thanks, man. He's a, he's a good shot there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the religion. Okay. The uh, I don't be, know. Like he'll be asleep. He'll be asleep in five. <laughs> like the religious thing is true. Like a lot. I do notice a lot more people are religious now than they were ten years ago. Like they're yeah. Well, I think a lot of people. I mean, I could I could tell you from my experiences that I feel like I've gotten. I mean, I was raised Catholic and uh, Roman Catholic, and I never really was a religious guy growing up. Um, but I feel like recently. I kind of assessed, you know, how I was raised and the values that were instilled on me, um, you know, from from the Catholic religion. I don't I don't agree with everything. You know, I, I, 
I, I want most of my life as agnostic really, but now I, I'm definitely more in tune with my faith now because I realized I'm like, I feel like I committed to a set of values that I, I never steered away from throughout my life that got me to where I am right now. And, and where I'm at right now is that I, I have, my family's healthy. I, I have a great partner and I don't have toxic people in my life. And I've stripped all that away because I maintained a certain value system to myself where I'm not, I refuse to allow that in my life. And to talk about the airline thing and the docile nature of people and, and following the government and all that, if you don't have a value system like that, I think you, you tend to fall into those traps because you don't, you don't, you don't look anything as like a higher power. And I'm not even talking about God. I'm talking about like some kind of structure that you have in your life that you believe in that it doesn't matter what anybody says, whether it's the government or your friend that you follow those set of rules. And I think that as long as you have that, whether it is from religion or, or just the way that your parents raised you with a value system. I think that you're truly invincible. So uh, to, to your point, Danny, is I, I think that a lot of people are coming in tune with their value system now. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's realizing well how powerful it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's just we're realizing how powerful it is. Yeah, that's very well said. Okay, we're going to take another call. One second. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Timothy, one moment. Timothy, hold on. All right, Timothy, you're on with Joey. Go ahead. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, I had some points in regards to vaccines that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, yeah, so I yeah, so I like I took the vaccine last year and for the first what happened time is that it turned my Yeah, it turned my it darkened my skin pigment. And now I'm a slut for BBC. All right, <laughs> Joey. I gotta say, I Are think you you're. Happy? I think you're the one who's bringing these people out. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> I, they, all the nut jobs seem to find me. You know, people say like, "Where do you find these people?" They find me. They do. Now find we're, you. we're learning. You're that just, in you're, real just time a, now. you're just a magnet for these people. Yeah. Plus, plus they're kind of taking advantage of the fact they don't have a call screener. Um. Okay, we got another call. Hold on a second. Here. Oh, here we go. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Format. How's it going, man? Uh, one moment, please, while we patch you through. All right. You are on with Joey B. Go ahead. Joey, dude, um, the water legend. And heads up, I mean, um, props up to Danny for talking and inviting all these amazing guests. Danny, legit, your show is like incredibly on um what's the word like you don't get enough credit for all the awesome people you're bringing on like, thanks on man all the other podcasts the guests are nowhere like half as cool on average as people you're bringing on and appreciate uh, it. I'm, yeah I'm trying to have quite the quite the variety so yeah i appreciate that anyways uh go, what's your what's your question for joey yeah um well i was just gonna comment joey love your work you're doing uh i think you're uh a big uh, a net uh, positive for society um uh, first I, I was just going to comment on the earlier story you guys were talking about uh with the with the playing girl i think the joke is going to be on us uh not not, not that i think but i, I think it would be funny if the joke is going to be on us if 
you know, when it turns out that she she did see she did see some crazy fucking. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, maybe she did. But we're never gonna know if she was having some sort of hallucination or whatever. If that's what you're saying, like the the question is, is like, was was there another angle here? But you know. Hard to say. Yeah, no, I was just thinking of a hypothetical. It would be really funny if it, if it turned out that she was legit seeing some fucking shape shifting aliens, and then it turns out that you know she 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 was warning us about about a coming invasion, and now you know that yeah, it, it makes sense. Format, how like, high are you? Are you higher than the last yeah, guy? Yeah, you're giving her way well, too much credit. <laughs> I think it. I think it's her boyfriend. I think it's her boyfriend. Actually. She said it was all over like right AirPods now. or something. I mean, I w- I'll tell you what would have been impressive if that plane exploded in midair. If she was right, exactly. that would have been fucking <laughs> the, impressive. The yeah, 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 yeah. They, they they got caught, and that's why it didn't blow up. And now the reason that she looks different in the video is because they replaced her. So now she's making a you know, sound like she didn't see nothing real, <laughs> but it was uh, actually yeah, yeah. All right, format. What's your question here? So, um, uh, for Joey, I had I had one for you, Danny, and one for Joey. Joey yeah, go ahead. Uh, so you dug through a lot of crazy shit. Uh, can you? Because I think you would make a really great list of this kind of shit. What are the top three like most fucked up things you've come across? And is there? Is there anything so messed up that you like completely pass on it, or like, do, do you have any stories that you passed on that you can tell us about, and just like a and, and just like a top three of like the most fucked up shit you've reported on? Yeah, uh, I, I think I think a lot. I think the the whole the mask thing and the pandemic was number one. I'd say number two. Uh, the the guy uh, that oh no no oh actually you know what the girl who was taking selfies at her dead father's funeral she was having a photo shoot in front of the casket that i think that was bottom of the barrel and i'd say number <laughs> three is just just demi lovato in general yeah just all, all demi all demi lovato things yeah just what? i don't understand that one first. yeah that, that is a good no question though is, binary and then is there stuff that's too crazy where you're like i have to like you just you're like i can't yeah yeah, well, I'll tell you one I was going to do a video on. It would absolutely get pull, pulled off YouTube is that there's a culture. I don't know. Actually, there's two very disturbing things that I found. I, I'm not sure if this is somewhere in the Philippines. If I'm wrong, you know, forgive me. But somewhere uh, there's a culture where people dig up their uh, past relatives from their graves with their skeletons. I think I saw dress, this as well. Yeah. Dress yeah. them up and prop them up in their homes and they have like a dinner with them. Oh my and they God. And, and that's a natural and that's a that's a uh cultural ritual that's done. And th- I don't even think it's in a third world. I'm not sure exactly where it is, but there's TikTok videos of them d- doing that. And I I don't I don't even know what platform I'd even be How the allowed fuck are there TikTok videos? Like my videos get pulled down literally like I'll post like a stand-up joke. And they'll be like, yeah, this is pulled from TikTok. You're not allowed to do that. And then like, I'm not even allowed lunch with their dead TikTok. relatives. I'm not even allowed on TikTok. They banned me. I mean, I'd like to do a TikTok dance with my balls on the wife of the CEO's chin. That would be the only TikTok I'd ever record. 
I, I mean, like, it's it just that that whole platform is just an abomination. Uh, but, Gerard but there, Perry says Indonesia. A, uh, Indonesia is. Oh, Indonesia. Happening. That that was it. That was it. Yeah. 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 Disturbing shit. And then, and, and then the other thing that I wanted to cover that I can't really is uh, there's there's I don't know if this was Brazil. I, I'm not sure. I should get my facts straight. But there there was a, a funeral where they would hire strippers to twerk on the open caskets of people's dead relatives <laughs> and they would all celebrate and cheer and you know take selfies with them and TikTok. yeah yeah so the the, the type of shit that i see uh, there's no end to it yeah yeah there's, yeah i mean the internet has just opened up this kind of pandora's box right where like i'm sure this thing like these these digging up your dead relatives they've probably been doing that for a long time that I can't yeah. imagine that's a new thing. We are just all finding out about this because we're all exactly. connected now. Yeah, so there, <laughs> there has been this stuff for uh, quite some time. But uh, anyways, yeah. That, format, that what was your other question there? Yeah, yeah I, I was just gonna say that all of this uh, bringing back your relatives' corpses reminds me of a the dude that uh, he equipped his cat onto a drone and <laughs> flew it around. How long do you think it's going to be until like these dead relatives are hooked up to a drone and just walking around? <laughs> it's probably already happening in New, New Jersey somewhere right now. <laughs> probably. Okay. Um, all right, format. Thanks. So, oh, oh, wait, what? One second, one second. The, yeah. the one thing I wanted to uh, comment on that you were talking about earlier, Danny, uh, you were saying, um, I think you were talking about the gay kid that got bullied and then you uh, transitioned. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you went on about how, like, all of this um, agenda that they're, uh, I think the, the, the words he used was, like, they're throwing the entire kitchen sink at this thing, and, yeah. you know, whatever they're going for, they're going to happen. And, it, I mean, it depends on what you think they're going for, right? And, like, what I suspect is going on is it's really all of this, like, mockingbird, like, CIA media trying to, uh, j just trying to, uh, they're getting all of these like ridiculous ideas in people's heads because that's the only way that they're going to get them to vote for all of these people that they, you know, like not in a million years would anyone vote for, you know, like Joe Biden, who's got nothing to stand on and not a working brain. And, uh, but yet people are somehow voting for it. And it's not because of his, you know, wonderful record on peace or environment or whatever the fuck it's, uh, it's just because they think, you know, a, a whole lot of this younger generation thinks. Well, they it's, also just don't uh, like you know, what Biden is like. They don't like the other guy, essentially. Biden just got votes because, you know, they're just like, we just don't really like the other option. I mean, nobody's I've never met somebody enthusiastic about Joe Biden, like in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah even but but I, I think it's, in a big way, they're depending on the fact that, you know, if they can't stand up for uh, for actual things, if they can't actually be anti-war, if they can't actually be. I don't know about responsible healthcare and whatever, you know, then at least, you know, oh, they're going to vote for us if, uh, if we support all of this, uh, you know, trans stuff and whatever. So yeah. it's just, yeah, yeah maybe so uh, I don't know about that. Um, all right, format. I gotta let you go. Thanks man. Format everybody. Uh, all right. Th thank you, Joey, uh, again for, uh, joining us. We, we got uh, a few more minutes left on the show. Absolutely. Buddy. But, um, yeah. Oh, you know what? We got another person who's been trying to call all night. One moment, please. Ending it. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's Chad. 
Hey, Chad, how's it going? One moment, please. And you are on with Joey. Go ahead. Wow. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, Good brother. Not bad. Uh, I just wanted to say, I'm thinking about, you know, all, all the things you're talking about. I'm thinking, where did this, where did this all begin? Is it, is it the internet or is it a generational thing? Is it the boomers? What are you guys thinking about? Where, this? where did what all begin? Just, just all the, I don't know if the, whether it's just the woke stuff or whether it's just all the, the idiocracy that we're seeing today. Like there has been a progression. Yeah. I think, to Danny's point that I think all these people and behaviors already existed is just we're we're just finding out about it now because these people have an outlet to the outside world and we're seeing how deranged people I believe always have been. Now mind you, these people that always existed they're they're not ones to build a society. They're not the society builders. They don't really contribute much other than the demoralization of society. Um, but, you know, they've always existed. And, and and I just think that now with social media, you're just seeing a lot of them. So I don't know how far back this actually goes. Like, I don't know when the first person to twerk in a, uh, a grocery store was, you know, I mean, I don't think <laughs> yeah. there's any documentation of that in the 50s. You know, I got to say that probably started in what, like the, the mid 90s, early 2000s. You know, I don't know how far probably, back. The probably even starts. sooner than that. I mean, I, I my yeah. opinion on all the culture stuff that we see especially the stuff that's like very like far left is there was just a massive reaction, opposite reaction to Trump. Like it was literally like this singular event almost like, I don't know what yeah. led up to it specifically, but, but when that happened, I mean, I, I've been trying to do a joke about this, but about how like, you know, Trump is basically like the best thing that's ever happened to women. And people are like, how's that even possible? Cause like if, if he didn't get elected, there'd be no me too. Hillary Clinton, like like Harvey Weinstein would be making movies right now. All the people who got me too would still be just doing their thing. Like it was he, it was such a massive just reaction. People hated that guy so much that they just yeah. did all this crazy. I mean, I was thinking about today. So in, in Toronto there, this is a somewhat similar thing, but still I feel related in that in that scope. But so in Toronto, they're now wanting to like change the name of this city. It's like or of street. Sorry. It's called Dundas street in Toronto. It's like one of the biggest streets in the entire city. It, it's caught. I think they say it's going to cost like $10 million. The city like doesn't have the money and they want to do it. And it's honestly all just because of the George Floyd thing, because the guy, yeah, Danny, are, you, after, are you from Ontario? I'm from Burlington. Yeah. I'm from outside. I, I, I'm in Pe I'm in Peterborough, Ontario right now. I actually live in Mexico city because oh, okay. we had too much Canada and we left. Nice. Mexico City is the shit. Uh, the wrestling there is yeah. like one of the funnest things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but literally, like, they just, you know, a thing happened in America, and then now in Canada, they're just like, okay, we have to rename our streets. Completely unrelated yeah. things, you know? But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't specifically... <clears throat> It's hard to say like how this is gonna go, but I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, I, I for me I think it was just that that Trump thing was kind of the culmination of a lot, and then just because it was just so chaotic. It, it well, seems I, that there's been a, a big downfall of, of respect, right? Respect went away, and and so did shame, and and both those things at the same time. It was like the perfect recipe. Yeah. Also, the iPhone actually, because I honestly actually do demarcate my life in like two sections essentially it's like my like 
pre-iPhone and post-iPhone are like such different worlds to me. Like BlackBerry they, was king. I still have but, one. But even still, BlackBerry, it just I like I remember the moment I got an iPhone and I was just like, I'm addicted to this thing. Like I was addicted to that thing the moment it touched my hand. Whereas you know, before that, like, it's just like, it was different. I, I, I can't even explain it. It's just the way we were all connected was different. Everything just changed when that one thing got made. I, 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 like just the way everything is, you know, it's just so different since then. So anyways, that, that's what I think. Joe, you got anything yet? I got an iPhone five. That's what I'm right now. And I have a rotary phone on Fuck. my wall <laughs> right now. It works. Yeah. Get a load of this guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I got I got a record player. I'm turning into an old man. I'm shit that worked back in the day. Yeah, yeah. you know, I like I, I'd like to get an old car. You know, like I I just I'm trying to just reject all of this new shit that's coming out because I just doesn't. I don't think it does a disservice to any. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I, they, I think it's a shame that like. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. no, no. You you, you finished that thought. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like with these new phones, right? It's like. They, there's no iPhone that lasts more than 10 years, but yeah, I got a phone hanging up on my wall from 1972 that works <laughs> perfect. I could complete every single call with it. And it's like, and then they, they sell these fucking phones for a thousand dollars that, you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta, it's like a federal offense if someone steals it out of your pocket. Now, I mean, like, it's just crazy. I mean, it's a literal like supercomputer. I don't think we need any of that. Yeah, but I just think the proliferation of everybody having the iPhone is, is more what I meant. Because, like, the phones I had before yeah, yeah, yeah. that were, like, you know, I had, like, a Motorola Razor, like, these things that just seemed so archaic. And then it was, like, in this just small amount of time, the jump that happened technology-wise was massive. Yeah. Massive, massive it jump in up. such a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, caller, anything else? No, I think the internet just really screwed us up. So I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, the internet uh, giveth and it takes away. Um, all right, we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap this bad boy up shortly. What is what's the most what's the thing that you just hate the most right now? What, were you following the NPC? I know you followed the NPC thing. Verizon. Like, do you think I hate Verizon? <laughs> I hate. I hate my internet. I, I, I hate ya. this web camera. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Do you think the NPC thing is like almost the, like we're getting to the end of this nonsense? I think it's going to get worse. I, I can't even imagine where like, it's going to lead to. Like the I NPC think thing is I could have never predicted such a thing. And the, like the term NPC wasn't even being used like five years ago. Yeah, I know. I think they're going to I think where it's going to lead to is that they're going to take Biden's corpse and put it on a drone and go TikTok live and then, you know, yeah. ice cream yum and uh, gang gang. I think they're going <laughs> to I think they're going to do that. Like you know? I, and I don't even know what makes like I think honestly, like the NPC stuff is terrible. But then yeah. on top of that, the amount of money that people are I don't even want to say that what the people are making. It's people are spending on this. There's, because there's, there's someone sides. giving there's two sides and someone's giving yeah. these people money. Those and, people belong on an island or taken out back and you know And there's what? no registry uh, of those people, you know, like nobody's fucking keeping account of that shit. They only all right, you know what this is? It's a reflection of people in power. So hear me out on this. So you yeah. go, all these people doing this NPC thing making money. We know that the people spending the money on this are worse that they're worse than the people who are just simply taking advantage of these people. It's no different from a corrupt politician who's put in power by the same type of idiots. 
because yeah. without those idiots, they're not going to put those people in there. So without the idiots, you ain't they're they're going to be talking to a camera by themselves. So they rely on the dummies. Yeah, you need those people to for the NPC people to exist. They're they're not as bad, and they're smart in in the sense. I mean, like sure they're embarrassing their family bloodline for the <laughs> end of their life, yeah, yeah. you know. But like they're still, you know, they're probably going to be able to help their family out too. You know, by all the money that they're making. But yeah, I, I, there's two sides of it. It's the, it's the crazy people that, 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 that contribute to it. And then there's people that just take advantage of it. I think it's, it's, it's literally an analogy for what we're going through with politics and corrupt politicians and everything. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I legit, my trying, I, I did a stream for the first time last week where I watch zero view live streams. Where oh, yeah. I literally go find these live streams where zero people are watching them. And I think I should add, TikTok lives zero. I don't know if you can find specifically sort by zero view TikTok lives, but <laughs> dude, there's some dark shit going on on zero view live streams. I could only imagine. Dude, but people your idea of yeah. go ahead. What do they? No, do? I'm just saying people are just like. Well, uh, so I only I only did the first one on uh, I want to say Friday night, but like one of them was this dude. He's just like hitting a bong. He's yeah. at one point he says he's forgot that he's been streaming. Right. He's like, fuck. He's like, I forgot I was even live streaming. And he's just sitting there. There's one guy who this is the craziest, not the craziest, but he was just sitting there and you can't even comment because he wants you to buy a paid subscription. But he's a guy. So he's not like some yeah. hot chick. It's right. a guy. I'm the only person watching. Nobody's watching. I clicked on it when there were zero viewers and I'm yeah. watching and he's just sitting there like this doing absolutely nothing. Not just breathing, just, just breathing there. for like seven hours. Like the stream was going wow. on forever and I couldn't even because there was ones where I would go comment on them. Yeah. And I couldn't even comment on it. He wouldn't allow it unless I paid him five dollars to subscribe. Wonder... And I'm like, subscribe to what? What am I even subscribing to? What are you doing? I wonder if he's in a coma and he needs an ambulance sent to him. <laughs> he's like not. He, he's not. I think he needs to be helped. And then the what best. The, yeah, go ahead. What about the. So so the, maybe the. Uh, yeah, I wish there was a way to find out the 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 NPC TikTok live with no. Yeah. Like viewers uh, on it. Like, are they just dark? constantly sitting there? Yeah, they're just, just exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're just waiting. They're just bobbing, <laughs> yeah, like right? A, like a character select screen. Or yeah, something. exactly. Right. Like the yeah. fighter. Yeah, yeah. They're just bobbing oh, back and forth waiting. God, man. OK. Um, all right. Yeah, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Uh, wh where can people find you? Tell tell the uh, well, what's your phone number so they can hit you up on the road? Yeah, right. Yeah, let me give them my address <laughs> and my blood type. Uh, uh, yeah, you just go on Google Joey B tunes, T O O N Z. I'm all over YouTube. I got a podcast, Joey B versus the world. Uh, I do, uh, the video version of that on my main YouTube channel, Joey B tunes. And, uh, my, I'm also on the audio versions available on Spotify and all the just everywhere. I'll, I'll put the links below yeah, everywhere. Stuff, so. Yeah. I'm not people... hard to find. Okay. All right. Let's leave this on one thing. What? Because we've been pretty negative about everything. What are yeah. you positive about? What gives you hope? I'm positive about my bed right now because I'm about <laughs> to pass out and I'm going to see Queens of the Stone Age tomorrow. So All right. Everybody. There you go. All right. Joey B. Tunes, everybody. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode of The Bathhouse tomorrow. Back next week with Jeremy Kaufman. Thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate you all. And we will see you all soon. Have a good night. Really a poet, you know it.
come, my shit heroic. Empathic abilities, yeah, my face be also stoic. Bleep blow up, nigga, that just means I'm working. They see me as a leader, so that's why I'm Captain Kirkin. These charts from the stars, that much is for certain. You can feel this here if you up or if you hurt. I'm raising my stock, not talking my feet, it's a burkin. Number Johnny Five, got a fucking short circuit. Bring the track to life when I spit phenomenal. When I hit, she feel that shit in her abdominals. These rappers make me laugh like comic, view they comic me. You know I got a ball out, I hit the track running just like Sonic do. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. And they tried to down me up some KO type shit. Yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. Now we pulling up fresh on some flight shit. Ah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Uh. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit. Yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah. Then they tried to down me up some KO type shit. Yeah. They don't wanna turn on my light switch. Yeah.